Meet you, already dead. We are rebels. We yeah. are rebels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is Urgent Care. This I'm is. Joel Kim Booster. <laughs> I'm Maitre Johari. And we're here to help you, much like an urgent care does. Which is um, um, barely, not at all, late in the middle of the night, doing their best. Sort of taking uh, no parking. Fluorescent lights. Fluorescent you're scared. Lights. You're scared. Something's wrong. And you know you shouldn't be in this place, but you don't want to go to the place that's good. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. <laughs> the uh, good sort place of like when you're on in, NBC. Sh- shut up. It's done. It's done. Shut up. It's done. I know. I watched it all. I watched it all, too. Listen, I, I cut off. I watched it all. <laughs> oh, keep going. I really watched it all. I watched it all. Oh, and I know who went, who went, who moved on first. All right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Mitra is um, a week later still in the goofiest ass mood. Um, cannot be contained. Oh, yeah. And so you're in for a real treat here. Um, <laughs> I'm being annoying. No, it's not annoying. It's wonderful. And it's filling me with an energy that is um, furious. <laughs> Joel um, with his tiny little iPad. Mm-hmm. How are you? I'm really good. <laughs> you, you know, we know you worked from home today. What else did you do? I worked from home. Um, I have been cleaning out my room. You know, last episode, generously, <laughs> generously, not immediately getting upset with me. <laughs> um, well, I I became a member at my pottery studio. Wait. How have you not been a member before? I've just been taking classes, and now I've decided to move up to member. This sounds like Scientology. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I'm donating 40% of my income to my pottery (laughs) studio. (laughs) And I'm fucking Tom Cruise. (laughs) I love that. I love that. I love that. You know one of my favorite things of all time? Nope. No. All right. Never mind. <laughs> Is that Leah Remini in her Scientology series uh-huh. for A&E, she, she created it. She's in every shot. Um, she is also in the special thanks <laughs> of the credits. <laughs> special thanks, Leah Remini. Created stars hey, in. Is executive produced. Executive produced. It's all her, but she must also be in the special thanks. I it like is, that. I, to Honestly, me, I, go, I think more people need to take that energy. Go off. You worked yeah. so hard that mm-hmm. you had to be in the special thanks. It's literally just her being like, and I was so shocked to hear that. And like her like cramming herself on a couch next to a crying person to get more screen time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really it's fun it's that's a good great. watch that have you great. watched it uh, I have not I have not watched it I know all I need to know about Scientology from going clear or from it's, being a member it's good no <laughs> um, I I am um, I read a bunch of shit I, I did um, a, this is so boring I did a lot of research hey, on it in college can't be more boring than anything I've my, said <laughs> w- my new religions class like I did a, a bunch of shit about them and the Latter Day Saints that's Church of Latter Day Saints and uh, a bunch of different Religions that are were are like post, uh, like eighteenth century creations. Anything other than those two? A couple, but I'm not going to talk about them. You're not even going to tell me their names because nope. I'm genuinely very interested. No, nope. oh, but what the fuck? Maybe after we, you know, get off pod. Okay. And you're a good girl, and you're a little good girl. Okay, daddy. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> <Hey>. that's disturbing <laughs> to everybody. Okay, papa. Speaking of documentaries, I just watched Don't Fuck with Cats, which I know I'm so late. I'm so 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 late on this, and I even have a joke in my set right now where I talk about Don't Fuck with Cats, but I finally decided to watch it, <laughs> and um, I gotta say, I don't think so, honey. Every <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I don't think so, every ever. No. So, honey, every documentary on Netflix being a little too long. Um, I think this about cheer. I think this about uh, don't fuck with cats. Cheer. I think about this uh, with 
Aaron Hernandez and um, the one of the Wild Wild Country. Every docu series on Netflix is one to two episodes too long. I watched all of Cheer in I, a row in one night. I love Cheer, but, but I agree I about think, Aaron Hernandez. I think dog. one episode less because there's only so many times on Cheer I can watch somebody say, "If you don't want to be here." Then there is the door. Oh, here's the and thing. that speech happens at the end of every single practice on that I team. I loved every single moment of that because that is such theater kid energy. And I was just like, people making speeches to ingratiate themselves to the leadership is such like A plus student ass kiss grade grubber behavior yeah. that I felt so seen, so represented. Loved it. Incredible. Uh, I just found out today that um, my <laughs> I have the same agent as Monica. Congratulations. Yeah. That actually, I'm sure, same feel, person. feels good. Feels amazing. <laughs> it feels like sort of like, let's get a meeting. Let's see how we can sort of like come together and create a project together. Sort I of like- do know that I would, if I went to that school and was in that program, which, you know, we're already. Uh-huh, we are. We are stretching steps our. No, are, steps away from it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm so close to being that. Um, yeah, I would I would definitely be one of the kids that was like, I would kill for her. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I would kill for her. I would die for her. I, would all, I already feel that way. Yeah. No, no, no. I I tweeted out this, but I cried in front of my accountant today because she said she was proud of me. I totally and is, get that. I have such mommy issues. I love- I cried in front of her last my year. My accountant because- lives, listens to this podcast. No. Yes. I love him. If okay. you're listening, Russell, you're Sorry, the Sorry, I can only have a female accountant. And thank you for- Well, Russell works with so many, like- um, whatever. Well, we can't talk about this no. anymore, but he gave me a baseball cap and it made me emotional. I love that. <laughs> well, last year I cried in front of her cause I did such a bad job. And this year she was like, at the end of our session, she was like, I'm really proud of you. You did such a good job this year. And I like, I was like, thank you. <laughs> well, it is, it's so hard. And it's so like, for me, there was so much shame and embarrassment that came with trying to understand how money worked where I was like, yeah. it just feels like everybody else has this mystical set of skills that I did not have. And it was so embarrassing to me to just ask the questions. And then when I, to have the knowledge, knowledge is power. I am the first to say, wow, (laughs) I'm the first to say knowledge is power. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All the world's a stage. (laughs) (laughs) I'm being, I'm, I'm rocked by your brain. Um, Okay. And that's girl boss energy. <laughs> oh man, a Shrek into a girl boss. That is that's Fiona, and she made that Fiona and was she the made that girl boss. Katie's playing poker. That's oh. mine. That's that Irish actually. And here I am thinking I'm Fiona when I'm actually Farquaad. <laughs> we cannot. We cannot. I'm having fun. I'm going to throttle you. Um, I almost said I'm going to straddle you, which you would have liked too much. I know you would have liked that too much. Okay, let's get to some updates before things spin even more out of control. Dear Joel and Mitra, your right alphabetical is truly the only fair way. Um, I love that people continue to call this out about us. How weak we Uh, are. How weak we are, yeah. Thank you for your advice and for picking my question. I liked what you both said about me not having an not having to update my friends on every single development in the evolution of my sexuality. This is um, the person who uh, emailed us about she had come out as a lesbian um, and then now was not sure and thought maybe she was fully straight even, but she Mm -hmm. wasn't sure and she was embarrassed and didn't want to tell her friends. Um, At the time of my coming out, it didn't really feel like I was rushing to conclusions. It felt right. It also felt good to have such a definitive way to define myself when in every other aspect of my life, I struggle to fit into a box. But it turns out your girl is fluid. which is frustrating because it would be easier and in some ways more accepted if I was fully gay or fully straight. So thanks again for being my outlet for venting my feelings about this. However, I do have a bone to pick. You didn't give me a fun nickname. I demand a nickname and I demand it to be in the title of the episode. Now, we can't promise that because we, we don't make that decision. I promise that. We, we do, do not. not make that decision. That is Ryan's decision and Ryan's decision alone. Actually, maybe July's decision. I don't know. We don't know. We come in here, we record in the booth, and then we say... Oh, was this an, a stomp performance? <laughs> uh, we don't know. Was but this the cup song? <laughs> I got my ticket for the long way round. Yeah. Do I miss you by the way? And I should have been like so sweet. I'm going to do my own way to sing. When I'm gone. 
Yeah, LOL at you pretending you didn't know every single word in the beginning of us doing that. That's adorable. That's adorable. Nice try. (laughs) Um, If you search hard enough, there is a cover on the internet of me singing that song accompanied by the ukulele. Okay. Search for it. Anyways, um, in terms of names, I'm going to say, I'm going to give it um, a go and say... Uh, I'm going to say Poland Spring. Oh, no, I'm going to say Dasani. Because fluid? Yeah. I'm going to say Monica Fluinski. <laughs> okay, no, that's better. Monica Fluinski. Wow, you really did it. You nailed it. And I hope you bring that energy to the rest of the callers, quite honestly. And you know I won't. <laughs> Um, I'm so happy to hear that. Um, I totally understand what you mean. People are looking for you to have an announcement or like a firm definition for yourself often, or at least it feels that way. But I'm glad that, you know, we were able to uh, bring some comfort in maybe not having the the word to describe it at all times. I think we are increasingly moving towards a, hopefully a place where you don't have to always feel the pressure to make an announcement. Yep. But in the meantime, I'm glad you're feeling a little better. Great. We got another update. Micah. Voicemail. Dana? Hey, guys. This is Marie. Um, I just had a little bit of an advice. I On your last podcast episode, you were talking about too much douching is bad. And I know you've mentioned it before when someone else asked about anal. And I found a great solution for that. Um, those baby eye dropper or the baby nose droppers that you clear out an infant's nose with looks like a little ball with a squeaky Hmm. thing at the end if you just fill that with lukewarm water and you take a few rounds and apply that to your anal cavity it will pretty much clear out all of the feces in the area of where you will be having anal and it cleans it out pretty quickly pretty efficiently and it's just warm water and you just do that a few times to get everything out, and you're good to go. All right. Bye. Okay. So, Mitri, you chose this update. And I don't remember. I think you just chose it because it was technically an update. Yes, it is an update. <laughs> I have to say, that is just sh- douching. Right? That's just douching, I think. Unless, And again, maybe email us a correction, a link to what you're talking about. But that is that is actually the literal point of douching. Because like, right. if, if you douche too much, you're actually getting up too far and like cleaning stuff that like and bringing it farther down most douches if you do it correctly is only cleaning the immediate area yes i i felt that this person maybe just found something that worked like the the Mm -hmm. the application Mm -hmm. maybe felt less stressful to this so basically what you've done mitra (laughs) is you've chosen um a voicemail you've brought her to our house we have for me to say (laughs) Get out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, as I sort of frantically put together the mm-hmm. list of calls for today, mm-hmm. I said, oh, your last podcast episode, an and update. Then, and then sort of didn't and investigate listen, at all. Further. And listen, I, I, this this woman sounds wonderful and sounds great. And like, sh- it's not your fault. I'm, I want you to know if you're listening that this is not your fault. I'm not mad at you. I don't think you're stupid. I'm mad at Mitra. And I think Mitra's stupid. And I think that I'm going to love myself no matter what. <laughs> I love me. I love myself. I When I go at it. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> so much singing. And so not singing. enough. And, and, you know, not good, but a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's that's our sort of our motto here at Urgent Care. Yeah. Um, we have one more update. Dana. This one better be better. Or Joel is really going to do something so bad to me. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Um, I'm calling from Portland, Oregon. I just finished listening to this week's episode. It's February 13th. Um, and the last caller sounds like exactly what I'm going through, except I'm in the relationship and my partner wants me to peg them, except I just i'm not a prude i have given my whole to many people before but in all those relationships i was a bottom and now my partner claims that they are also a bottom so 
but they want me to peg them. They've pegged me several times, and I want to return the favor, but I just cannot get out of my head. Part of me feels like I should be blackout drunk to do it, but we've been dating for two years, and it seems a little ridiculous that I need to be blackout drunk just to peg them. Um, Do you have any advice on how to get out of my head and shove it in? Like, how I want to be the best. So this question probably goes to Joel. I don't know if Mitra pegs, but please help me. Thank you. I mean, I also don't peg, technically. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> to be fair to me. <laughs> <We're not laughs> to be fair to me, I don't peg. Um, yeah, gay sex, pegging. Pegging. <laughs> um, I'm going to say the exact same thing I said to the person who called and started off this originally, which is... Um, there is a way for you to be the insertional top while still being submissive. And I think, I don't know, like lie on your back, put that thing on, I don't know, down there and let her ride you. And that sort of, for me, I feel like is a good place to start as so, like, cause it's a more like, let her like, just really communicate that you still need her to be dominant, I guess. Oh, I guess maybe it's, but it's, that's, what's unclear from yours. Does she just want to get fucked or does she also want to be spiritually a bottom as well? Because that's tougher. Well, she's saying that, sort of gaslighting her partner, saying she's claiming that <laughs> she's a bottom as well. So it seems like like also wanting to be perhaps... Spiritually a bottom. Spiritually like, a bottom. Sub, uh, submissive. She so. claims that she... <laughs> <laughs> and I guess sort of bring that aggressive energy to the bedroom and be like, oh, you want this? You want this, Oh, babe? so you wanted this, babe? I, I feel that when um, trying something new to me, I don't want to be blackout for it. It feels, for me, like when she's talking about being blackout mm. drunk, I, but I, I do like, you know, I, I grease the wheels, <laughs> but I, but I, I wouldn't want to be blackout for something like this. I feel like for me personally, it feels like if I'm going to be blackout, I'm, I'm kind of starting yeah, from zero. For sure. <laughs> you want to remember some of it. <laughs> at yeah. least I think so I that- wonder I wonder like if you're already at this place maybe invite someone else in to be, fill that role for both of you if that's an option I also think like maybe like I know that like when uh, I, I feel like if you watched porn of this kind and you started paying attention to the person who's topping you'd be able to sort of absorb the energy a little bit like acting you know yeah. Like maybe just try acting. Maybe try maybe taking an acting class. Maybe go to class. NYU for a few yeah. years. Adler. Heard of her? <laughs> Pick up her book. Uta. Uta Hagen. <laughs> Uta Pagan. That's what we're going to call this person. Yes. Even though technically she's in an update. But technically she's an update, co- but she is an advice. She's an advice. It's really kind of, and, and, it, and in that way, you're your first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Um, so I guess we're going to move on to advice. We'll take a little bit break. We'll, oh, and sometimes you talk so fast, you're not even talking yeah. at all. We're going to hey, take Mitra, a little- can I talk to you? What? Can I talk to you over here? Okay, actually, can you just send us to our break so we can talk to you? Yeah, I can walk over. Okay. Joel's actually 100 yards away from me at his request. <laughs> okay, well, um, I'm going to talk to Mitra, and then when we get back, we'll- Hopefully, hopefully be able to, be able to give answer some advice. advice. We're back. <laughs> we are back. Um, still operate, firing on all cinders. Oh, cindlers. firing on all cindlers. Firing on all cindlers here at Urgent Care. Play the voicemail, Dana. We've got to get into this. Hi, Joel and Mitra. And I say that in alphabetical order. Um, <gasps> oh. I'm almost 50. You guys are way younger than me. But I remember an episode a few a couple of months back where a young person was asking how to how to become a, a mean girl or a boss girl or a boss woman or something. Um, I, I am kind of a boss lady, I guess. I'm start, I've started my own business after a, a decent career. I'm ballsy when it comes to dealing with um, the patriarchy and old rich guys in my business. But when it comes to people I actually hire and surround myself with, I've been told, and now I recognize it, uh, by my close friends and stuff for many years. I'm too fucking nice. I trust people too soon. I, I act like a mentor and a big sister. And it, it at the end of the day, it, I've, it's caused me disappointments and and heartbreak. And frankly, it's it's cost me money. Um, so before I 
you know, topple my own little mini empire. How do I solve this problem? I was born too nice, um, and I don't want to be an asshole, but how do I get more tough? How do I improve my radar and protect me before other people? And I think y'all know how to do that. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. Uh, I don't know why she thinks that. Um, What should we call this person? Well, she already took sort of our standbys, which, you know, girl boss, girl boss, uh, um, boss lady, um, mean girl, things that are soft, soft, nice. No, but she doesn't want to be. She wants to be like Pinochet. What is that? You don't know who Pinochet is? All right. Well, um, but we're really Pinochet. Do you guys know who Pinochet is? You know who Pinochet is? Okay. Well, offer information, please. No. I'm uh, googling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, a general? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Awesome. I am sad that I didn't know, but also to to bring that energy here. Yeah. No. In this safe, warm space. Mm-hmm. So, what are we calling her? Pinochet. Pinochet. <laughs> Oh, we're not gonna call her Pino. Wait, Pino she. Pino she. Yes, Pino she. Okay, great. Okay. Um, <laughs> too exciting for us. Um, so this is something I really have a hard time with. Yeah, um, I, I do too. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. Um, I think that she sort of answered her own question for me in the call, which is you have um, friends um, have told me for many years, blah, 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 that they recognize that. So clearly, like you're a- there are people in your life that you have who are able to sort of like act as a, a check or a balance or a helpful sort of like, um, you know, guide for some of this. So I think like, um, A, stop offering yourself as a mentor. Mm-hmm. Like, the thing is, is, like, everybody who I've ever, who's ever, like, mentored me, like, I've made it very clear. Like, I've made the first moves for that. And, like, I actually find it abhorrent when people try and mentor me. <laughs> like, uh, without me asking. I say, get away from me. And then I take their money, which sounds like what's happened here. Um, I feel that um, this is a, I mean, it's a very... It you know it's definitely not just women, but it's obviously a very female thing. And I think the things that I personally am really working on are um, not including a bunch of qualifiers in every email that I send. Mm-hmm. That's a huge part of it is being not doing. I mean, even in your call, there was a lot of I guess I'm sorry, sort mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff. I think just saying. And it's something that I like right now. I'm going, I think I feel blah, 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 mm-hmm. just saying the things. And it's so much easier in email, but in person too, it's something that I'm really working on is because you said I'm kind of a boss lady. It sounds like you are a boss. Mm-hmm. You have people who work beneath you. So you might as well own that. It's exciting that you are. So eliminating qualifiers. Um, I, I, I try to stop making things a question and just make them a statement. Um, yeah. I mean, I think she's like, like really specifically like worried about like the people that she's hiring, like taking advantage of her. And I think for that, like, I guess like you have to trust your instincts and temper it with like this self-knowledge of yourself that you know you have this tendency to overstep and like let people in and be too nice. And so Mm -hmm. I guess like for me, it's like hire the people, but then like let them do their jobs right? and let them come to you. Some of it is just saying like, I do not have the time. I do not have the bandwidth. That is not my job or mm-hmm. things like that where it's, and it's, and it's not you being mean. It's just literally right. you doing your job and valuing your own time. Guess what? You hiring them is um, mentoring them. <laughs> like, yeah. You've already done. You've done the, 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 service. the hardest part. Yeah. <laughs> like, in giving them employment. You can be a good boss without like ruining your own life. Yeah. And I, I think like, that's the thing is like, you, you've sort of built it up as this like binary of like, I'm too nice or, and, and I, I want to learn how to be like mean. And it's like, no, you just have to like have like split the difference between these two ideas. Yeah. I think it's wanting to be firm and wanting to respect your own boundaries and time, which I think are 
it's it's hard when you first like the I think the first times that I've done that kind of stuff I feel really stressed out and like people are going to be mad at me but people don't give a fuck and they just want to know people just want to people are going to test what their limits are and then they're going to find out what they are and then usually a sane person will respect those limits yeah. so set them and then if people try to cross them stop them yeah and but you know, and you know this about yourself you know now, this. which is like a huge step because a lot of people refuse to accept this about themselves. And so, I yeah, I I, I want to go back and say, trust your friends too, Pino she. Yeah, and you know that you have the 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 capability to do this kind of stuff because you said you do with the patriarchy and rich guys in your business. So yeah. I think just apply the the you don't have to apply the energy that you have with those guys who are sort of out to get you or whatever. You don't have to apply that sort of anger or whatever, but you can certainly apply the fundamentals of that, which are respecting yourself, respecting your own work, respecting your own time. Pinochet. 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 All right, we got an email. Hi, Mitra and Joel. Let's get to it. I'm tw- I'm a 25-year-old gay guy, and I'm a carrier of strep throat. Basically, <laughs> basically, I get it a lot and can pass it to other people without noticing, even if I don't have any symptoms. I've noticed... I've noticed in about one in four times I've hooked up with someone for the first time, they get strep throat right after. Thankfully, I'm enough of a prude that other people haven't connected the dots, but I want to have more sex and I don't want to be known as a disease carrier. I've also noticed every couple of times I hook up with someone, I start getting symptoms as well. I don't know the science behind it, but I think sucking dick doesn't help. My doctor (laughs) said I could get my tonsils out, but I'm not sure it'd be worth it as one, it's incredibly painful, and two, I'd be out of work or unable to eat hard foods for like two weeks, and three, it doesn't even necessarily make me less likely to get strep again. Help, guys. I want to suck dick, and I don't like surgery. So I got a name that you'll hate. Okay, what is it? I'm in love with a strepper. <laughs> <laughs> let's call it, let's split the difference. Mm-hmm. Strep tease. <gasps> cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I saw, I love this email, but like... This doesn't sound real to me. I don't think that you can be just a general carrier of strep throat. I've certainly never heard of it. If you are a doctor, Dr. Miz. Dr. Miz. Oh, my God. You know what? We should have called her. We should have. And I regret that so deeply. But if we don't get a good response, like we we, we should contact her next episode. We'll do a follow up on this and find out if this can really. It seems like we have a lot of doctors that listen to this podcast. Why? Yeah. (laughs) Our hot med student who stalked somebody on LinkedIn. Literally any of the doctors who have called in or listen is. Can you just hook up with Joel on the ship? Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Many of the many doctors I've had sex with. If you um, they don't listen to my work. Um, Um, If my um, high school boyfriend um, who doesn't talk to me listen to the podcast then <laughs> listen, weigh in. I do not think this is a thing I don't think this is a, you can just permanently have strep throat and give it to people willy nilly without symptoms Dana uh oh okay so Dana it was like a lot of like like okay go ahead okay so I did use google.com uh-huh. <laughs> and it does say that you can be a hidden carrier it says there are actually many people who are carriers of the strep bacteria even though they show no signs of yeah that's strep asympto- you can be asymptomatic yes. but this guy sound the way I mean, he's framing it is saying he has it all like permanently and it's this is under the list of recurring strep throat which is a thing but it says that if you guess if you get it more than seven times a year then you ha- pretty much like have to get a tonsillectomy tonsillectomy oh tonsillectomy. get them out which is like that's <laughs> i mean and i've also heard the younger that you are that you get like your tonsils out the easier the surgery is because there's someone 25. in our office who ha- who got it uh got their tonsils taken out because they had strep throat all the time was, is, she, were they younger than 25 no they were oh. older than 25 oh and my god was and she was okay. I mean, it, it like sucked. She did it over like the holiday break and it was like not fun. But at the same time, they're out. She seems fine. Wasn't too bad. You just I, I don't smoothies. think sucking dick has anything to do with strep throat. I think that's, no. I, I, and I, I will say also, unfortunately, <laughs> the symptoms of uh, chlamydia in your throat and strep throat are very similar. So oh. just, I'm so learning a lot. Uh, <laughs> just so you're aware. Um, you might uh, be confusing the two. Um, For me, I go get the tonsils out. I think ultimately, yeah, you get the tonsils out. I know it sucks. I actually don't think that um, you'll be 
uh, unable to eat hard foods for two weeks. I think that's um, over. Dana's shaking her head again. She is our expert on strep <laughs> now because she knows someone in the office. Who strep, got strep expert, Dana. Dana. <laughs> um, so actually, yeah, to all the doctors, we don't actually need you to call in anymore. J- JKG. Please. But call in about other stuff. Um, <laughs> say hi. Yeah, say hi. But li- I think you get the tonsils out. I will say, um, start getting, um, making sure you're getting throat swabbed for uh, throat chlamydia. Um, and... Yeah, I don't, I don't, I wish I had a better answer for strep tease, but here's the thing. That's science. I think it's helpful to know that it has similar uh, symptoms. And um, I myself did not know that. And I'm sure there will be listeners who also did not know that. I will also say you might just be able to ride out the storm because there was a period of time in my life where I got strep all the time as well. Also around the year year 25. And um, I don't get strep anymore because my tonsils, quote unquote, disintegrated in the back of my throat. Um, <laughs> So that's, I mean, that's what my doctor said. That's beautiful. Again, Dr. Miz, call any of our doctors' calls. Please. If that's not possible, what, you, what you're hearing coming out of my house, but that's what my doctor said. That All my, right. my, one of the reasons I was getting a strep so much is because my tonsils were, in fact, actively disintegrating. So doctors, again, please reactivate um, the health <laughs> jolt. <too. laughs> um, so maybe write it out, but... I will say I actually like getting strep more than a lot of other things because it's like a Z pack, you're done. We have to stop. <laughs> I love. I like getting strep. I love. Give me strep. strep. <laughs> Come and visit me, strep t- strep tease. I'll get strep. All right. Next voicemail. <laughs> Hi, Mitra. Hi, Joel. Um, so I'm calling because I need some advice on family related stuff. Um, I just started tea. I'm non-binary. My my parents, my family know that. Um, I'm out to them, but they don't know that I just started tea. And um, I'm on a low dose, so, like, big changes aren't going to happen very fast um, in terms of them noticing. But I feel like I should tell them. I just don't really want to because they've been – they've been – they try to be accepting, but just, like, not great about gender stuff. And I – like – and it – because I see my mom, my whole family, like, two times a year or less, it's so tempting to just, like, not say anything. But at some point, they're going to notice. So um, what would you do? Um, yeah, my uh, my pronouns are they, them, just for your reference. Okay, thank you. I love the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, thank you. Bye. Okay. What, do you have something? Do you have something? No. I was going to say something, you know, because like there's a lot of like, but you know, I love a pun. Mm-hmm. We both love puns. I was going to say something sort of like um, Lipton iced tea. That's your pun? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought I like didn't want to say like tea party. Um, right. But I mean, like we, we, tea seems like the area to go with here. Right. And it's like we have so few ideas. There's <laughs> <laughs> so little to go on with this. Um, what, so so what is your sweet tea? Sweet tea. Sweet tea. This person sweet. Sweet teas are made of tea. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Keep. Who am I to ask about tea? <laughs> And that actually brings me to the good answer, I think, for this, which is, I don't think you have to tell them. No. No. You're out as non-binary. They know that. And the and and especially that, I mean, is uh, you literally do not have to tell them about what's going on with your body. It's your business. And if your family, because I feel like I like any change with my body, my family is commenting on it and asking about it. You can just very matter-of-factly say, yes, I'm on tea. Like, you're not asking for permission. You are just on tea and that's a fact of your life and like it's certainly not something you have to call them and tell them no. you didn't ask permission to get on it so why would you yeah. retroactively make it a question and it, it doesn't anything? sound like you it doesn't sound like because if you were like it's really important to me that they know like we had we've had some callers who um and not to analogize because it's not a one-to-one um analogy but like who are like i don't want to come out or i'm not sure if i should come out as gay or whatever and it's like I don't, and, and I remember we saying that you can stay closeted to your parents, but like people in your life, you know, your partners or whatever, blah, blah, blah. That's, that's not uh, sort of 
that doesn't matter here. Like you are out as non-binary. They know that about you and how you choose to proceed with your body is none of their business. And I also will say that like, you don't, uh, who knows if they'll notice, you know? Right. And like, yeah, I mean, I I think it's just, it's a decision that you've already made. You clearly did not. And like, you never have to consult. Unless it's important, unless it's important for you. Which it doesn't sound like it is. And, And it doesn't. And that's why I say, don't say anything, sweet tea. Keep it under. Keep it to your. Keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. No, I mean, that sounds. <laughs> Do whatever sounds you want, but, but but it's like, but it's you're not asking a question. You are you are uh, you are if they if you want, and also if they're like, what's going on? You can also be like nothing. Like you yeah. don't have to. You can lie. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Which it's is crazy. Awesome. <laughs> there is no way. Yeah, it's, with regards I, to this, I don't it's think like, that there is any expectation. Like. If I were to like in a couple of years, I will probably go on tea, you know, and like no, there is no expectation that I have to talk about my that, you know, what's going yeah. on hormonally with my parents. So why should you? Yeah. I mean, you, you certainly don't have to. It's just not like nobody. It's nobody's business and you can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. It sounds like your biggest worry is that there will be physical changes that you'll have to explain. And I say. Uh, a, you don't know that uh, for sure. I have a lot of non-binary friends who are on low doses of tea who um, the changes are much more internal than than external, I would say. I'm not an expert on this by any means. Again, doctors. Um, <laughs> but I don't think I, I don't think that there's any hard and fast rules about like how physically um, you'll change on tea. And so, but I think like there is, you know, family more than anyone feels entitled to make comments on family members' mm-hmm. bodies kind of no matter what. I mean, this is certainly not something that I have personal experience with, but I'll yeah. say like any slight, any slight alteration to my body, any weight gain, any kind of anything about my body, my family is like, no matter how distant the relative is, they they <laughs> have a right to say something they feel. <laughs> it is crazy because I have the complete, my parents did not even comment when they saw my hair blonde. Oh my God. I mean, I went to a relative's house and immediately, like immediately was like, you know, you used to be too thin, but you've really filled out. And I was like, whoa. So like you, you really insulted every part of my (laughs) journey with my body. (laughs) Incredible. Um, But yeah. And I think for me, like with stuff like that, I like to, if you feel that they are going to respond, maybe you can also just like think of what your response is going to be beforehand. Maybe it's snarky. Maybe it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, whatever. Do whatever you want. I was going to also say this person's name could be Extina. <laughs> but then I realized that's also a term for meth. Oh. So maybe we could call them meth. Well, there's so many options today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Methra Johar. <laughs> No, sweet tea's great. Sweet tea's um, So sweet tea, you don't have to tell them shit. And you don't have to feel guilty. We are absolving you of that guilt. Um, we are your family. We're your family now. This whole podcast is big family. <laughs> we're getting singing. We're getting characters. We're getting everything from Mitra today. Read this email, Mitra. I will read this email. No, don't do it. I'm 26, she, her, and bisexual, and recently moved from Seattle back to my hometown of Cleveland, Ohio Slay, to take care of my... F- I said that. The was an, that was an editorializing That was by editorializing Mitra. my classic um, commenting that people love, 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 and ask for more of. Literally, no one has ever done that. I moved back to Cleveland to take care of family and want to make friends while I'm here. The problem is that I was bullied while in high school and generally associate this town with my teenage anxiety and depression. I know objectively that the city isn't as shitty as people say, and there are some cool restaurants and people and things to to do. I just can't get over my high school PTSD. For some weird reason, my high school English teacher keeps RSVPing on Facebook to various events that I'm interested in, question mark, question mark. And the idea of seeing her has kept me from attending any. Please give me some advice on how I can push myself to try and meet people and get past the anxiety of running into former classmates and teachers in person, especially when my first impulse is to hide away in a bathroom stall. Um, what should we call this person? Um... <laughs> Um, Rock and Roll Hall of Lame. 
The ears are always um, quite long. Quite long. <laughs> quite long. Full that was the sentences. Only, like, like Clevelandy thing I could think of as an Ohio um, native who is not from Cleveland. I was going to say like Cleveland frowns. <laughs> Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland. I'm frowns. trying to give you puns because that's the only frowns. thing you like yeah, yeah, from yeah. me. No, no, I was gonna. I was going more in like a, a Drew Scary sort of way because she's <laughs> scared to see her English teacher. Ooh, what about um? Let's turn this Cleveland frown into a Cleveland Windian. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because the Cleveland Indians and the Cleveland Browns. Windian. I'm not oh, going to apologize. But Windian? Windian. <laughs> oh, Cleveland Grindian. No, 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 no. I made it better. No, 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 no. Um, no, no. This, so to um, well, what's the name? <laughs> what are you okay with? Um, n- I mean, quite honestly, none of those. Um, so I, um, <sighs> Cleveland frown. All right. So we're doing Cleveland frowned, everyone. <laughs> frowned? <laughs> Fuck. It's a, it's a dark day for me. Um, it's I, really... to this person, uh, first of all, I just want to say, um, if your high school English teacher sounds cool, you want to go to all the same stuff. <laughs> Maybe you guys could be friends. Yeah, um, I guess I need more context about why you're so scared of this teacher in general. Was, were they a part of the bullying, maybe? I um, am great friends with my high school English teacher, which is cool. Not shocking to, to anybody. <laughs> um, and if you guys have all the same interests, maybe you could be friends. Just as an, just a possibility, an optimistic possibility. Uh, I'm I I love my high school English teacher. Shout out to Bethany. Yeah, um, maybe fuck them. <laughs> maybe fuck them. Um, I think first of all, I mean, I don't know where you are in the Cleveland area, but I personally know plenty of cool people in Cleveland. Um, there's a lot. There's a there's a lot of stuff to do in Cleveland. There's a lot of cool people in Cleveland. Well, I just think tell her what you want to tell her to do. Just tell her the thing that you want her to do. Improv. In <laughs> no, no, um, no, but it's close to that. What do you? What do you think you should? What do you think she should sign up for? Pottery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pottery. Sign up for a pottery class. You. Knew- but as always, I'm going to say volunteer. Sign up for a class. Yeah. That's a great way to meet people that you have stuff in common with, and who knows? Maybe even someone from your high school will be there, and they will have turned out to be really cool. Some of the lamest people that I went to high school with ended up being awesome, 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 and you know. I, I think part of it is like if if you're really fr- like go to therapy <laughs> like some of it I'm like this is stuff that you like could talk about in therapy if that is something that is available to you yeah. and like cost feasible to you in any way like this is I, I get some of this anxiety yeah. but I think like you are probably a very different person than yeah, you were when you were in high school. Yeah, you're probably way hotter. You're probably way hotter. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, then like get a makeover. And, it's, and then get show a huge up. Makeover. Show up because you um I I watch Encore on Disney too because that'll oh really make you feel better about like seeing people from high school. Well, dude, what like watching Encore? I'm like, look how excited all those people were. They were all there to see each other. They're all like from they have all done different things and they're all genuinely very excited to see each other. And it's just. Yeah, that's the thing that I'm actually surprised about. A lot of people that I was not close to in high school didn't even like. I would even say bullied me in high school. Whenever I run into them, they're, it's like this weird thing where they really do not remember. And they like are excited to see me. I don't know. I, people really do grow up. That's the thing you really have to remember about like even the people that bullied you. Um if they're in Cleveland, which is like a fairly like cool city, I will say, like certainly the coolest city in Ohio. Mm. <laughs> Did that to hurt me? Um, I bet that they're actually like they've grown up. Think about how much you've changed in eight years. You're 26 years old. A lot of people have changed. And I think like you really cannot like underestimate how much people grow up and and like give these people who were shit to you the benefit of the doubt sometimes because um people are not their best people <clears throat> when they're in junior yeah. high and high school so maybe the people that you're afraid of running into are actually awesome now yeah. and also maybe they suck but maybe your english teacher is so cool and yeah. you guys could be best friends i actually really want to know why you're so bothered by this english teacher specifically <laughs> you guys seemingly have all the same <laughs> interests so <laughs> go go say hi 
Um, Cleveland frown. Cleveland frown. Torturing wow. Joel. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got one more voicemail. One more time to hopefully turn this turn all around. Turn this all around. Turn it into a Cleveland Grindian, <laughs> I would say. Cleveland Grindian is unconscionable. <laughs> Cleveland, you didn't even have Dana on your side. Dana giggles at every dumb shit thing we say in this room. And even Dana was like, Grindian? <laughs> Cleveland frown? Cleveland Grindian? Come on. Oh, a groan from Dana. I actually think I've never gotten that response nope. from you. <laughs> exactly. It's That's hateful. how far you've pushed us with Cleveland fucking Grindian. I stand okay. <laughs> Grindian just stays funny. Grindian. <laughs> horrible. Horrible. But ugh, whatever. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> just play the voice. Play now. the voice. Now. You win. Angel and Mitra. Love you guys. Um, so Not when you hear this one. <laughs> living in Berlin, and I'm in the sciences, like climate change, hydrology, all of that jazz. Smart, hot. And I've really been interested in sex work for, I guess, since I was like 18. And finally, I'm in the perfect city to do it. You know, I've had enough ketamine to just like have awareness and like self-realization shit on top of all the therapy. So I feel like I'm finally in the place. I've gotten an opportunity, and it's gonna happen very soon like next week i'm gonna just see what happens um with this guy i met from an agency and everything but i kind of brought it up to my friends um like the week before where i was like sending in these email like applying like sending feelers email out and one of them was like very supportive but like one of them was super judgy and i realized that so many people in my life are just gonna judge this and basically say I'm degrading myself and selling my body and I don't see it that way so do I just have a double life or do I just try to explain people my opinion and then hope that they come around okay thank you bye okay so sex worker sex worker okay yeah Sally Holes like cabaret (laughs) 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 <laughs> Sally Holes. What do you think? And I'm, I'm sorry. And so Sally Bowles in Cabaret is a. Well, is it in Germany? Yeah. Okay. So that's enough. It's yeah, in but, Berlin. I'm not saying. What? Oh. She wants to do sex work in Germany. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking she was saying Brazil because I believe that's where sex work is legal. But okay. Berlin. Yeah. Sally You Holes. robbed me of my moment. <laughs> <laughs> Really right. good. Yeah, no, 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 it was great. Let's let's back up. Everyone, cut this out. <sighs> Everyone, roll the roll the no. back. No, roll don't it back. Do it give again. it. Give. Okay, so Mitra, what did you? You have a name for this person? Sally Hole. Woo, woo. Oh. <laughs> I really thought that I had. Sally Holes is great. No, Sally Holes is great. Thank you. Sally Holes. Okay. I'm getting meaningful eye contact from Joel, and I feel okay. <laughs> um, so listen, I um, don't, I, like, I actually think it's really important that she does not live a double life, and I think that she's open about this, open about her experience, open about why she does it, um, if she feels so beholden to do that. Because um, here's the thing, is that, like, um, you obviously seem very self-possessed. You uh, you talked about therapy. You 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 see, you do seem like you're really stable and able to make these decisions wisely. And um, unfortunately, you will have done this by this by the time this episode airs. Um, I hope it was a great experience. I hope it was a great experience. And actually, update us. Uh, Wait, please, please update us. A burp from Joel. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say it's Joel. <laughs> <laughs> please update us how it went. But I will say that if it was a positive experience, if it's a, a if it's something that you want to continue, or even if it's just a one-off thing and it was a positive experience and you're glad you did it, I do think that it's really powerful for people in this position to in your position to speak. And because the thing is, is like, and, and this is not a read, but like. You're in grad school. This is not going to be your life p- profession. You're in a really privileged position here to like speak up for people who maybe, you know, people aren't going to take seriously when they talk about sex work because, um, you know, because I, it's how we're 
conditioned. Yeah, to- it's because we're ha- how we're conditioned to do it. And I think like it can be a really powerful thing for you to stand up and for you to to with these friends who are being a little judgy to say like, listen, this is what it I did. This is the structure in which I did it. Uh, I was able to do it in Berlin because of X Y Z reason. I don't have all the context for why it's better to do it in Berlin right now. But like uh, you know, there's like um, um, there's just a lot of stuff going on in this country right now. Uh, I think you know. Sestafasta. Sestafasta. Yeah, no, like literally that. Um, that are harming sex workers in this country. Sestafasta. Please cut out the gigantic pause it took me to because <laughs> I was like getting mixed up in my head. Um, but like truly, um, and I think that uh, a lot of changing minds does start with people knowing people like you who have had positive experiences. This is all, my entire Hopefully. answer is pr- predicated on the hope that experience. it was a positive but, experience. You know, I, I, and, and I, I don't want to put that on you. Well, but, and I, but I don't think, you know, and like, I don't think it necessarily means like you need to like get online and blast right. it out to people. But I think like if you're having a conversation with your friend and you like you like there's no pressure to like shout it out into the into the void and like put yourself in a vulnerable position unless you want to right. but like as but someone in who email, in these- does like shout stuff out into the void and sometimes people are very scary I understand hesitant hesitation about that but I will say like the times when I have felt the most vulnerable in sharing my own experiences have also have sometimes been the scariest but often been the most rewarding because right. people need to hear other people's perspectives often to have empathy for yes. different things. Well, and uh, yeah, I'm not saying like write a big medium.com piece and have it go viral on but Twitter. If but if you can talk to people in about these it, like really emails cool. situations that you're having with your friends, some of whom are being super judgy, like I think that it can be a really powerful thing because they know you as like, unfortunately, like a lot of the voices who are advocating for um, changes in legislation around sex work in our country are sex workers. And so like when people see that online, like they're automatically, that's what they see. And like, you know, people are shitheads and like don't and have all these connotations associated with that work. But like your personal friends know you and they know who you are and they know, you know, and so we'll ultimately like, I think, take your experiences a little bit more seriously and, you know, for well, because we're always going to be most affected by the people right. that we know right. and love. It's like, you know, to us sometimes, directly. you know, when you're you're a homophobe until you have a family member who's gay, you know, like Which, it's not yeah. that doesn't it's not always the case. And it's not but, exactly a one to one analogy again. But but I think like our biases are are like our I feel I feel that you can make change more easily mm-hmm. talking to the people that right. you love. And like, I think you cool. have an opportunity to do that. And again, this is, doesn't sound like something that is going to, is, this is, I mean, you say it in your email, something you're trying um, and you're in school for all these amazing, wonderful things. You're going to change oh the planet God, in huge ways. Change? Oh, um, smart. So thank cool, you awesome, for that, for the work that you are going to do yes. on the planet. But in the meantime, I think that like a few small conversations with your friends, um, that may or may not change their mind about their views on sex work could be really impactful and powerful. And I hope it was so fucking yeah, fun and cool. Yeah, it was fun. Please be alive. <laughs> I hope it was so fun. And I hope you love um, studying climate change in Berlin. Literally, every part of that person's email was cooler than yeah. everything that has ever happened to so me hot. in my life combined. Just one so, one sentence is cooler than me. <laughs> so, so hot. All and right. that is our episode. Thank Ow. you so much to everybody who called and emailed and updated and tweeted at us and all that good stuff. If you want to leave a voicemail for us updating or asking a question or just commenting on um, all of the names that I had in this episode that you absolutely loved, um, I won't say any of them, but you know which ones I'm talking about. <laughs> um, please <laughs> Call 323-334-0371. And our our email is urgentcarepod at gmail.com. Send us updates. Um, if we got anything wrong, oof, scream at us. <laughs> please scream at us. Please scream at us. Also, please rate, review, subscribe, subscribe. tell your friends. Um, thank you, Dana. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Chelsea. Thank you, um, R- R.I.P. Ryan, wherever he may be. He's performing, um, he's which performing we love. Tonight. Are we allowed to say that? Is yeah. he a try about July, it? Okay, Colin, everybody here at Earwolf. <laughs> Thank you, Mitra. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Clarity. Ooh. Thank you, family. Thank you. Thank you, Silas. Do you know that song? No. <laughs> 